and welcome to the movie podcast review of Those Who Wish Me Dead. My name is Shabazz, and of course, I am joined by my two other lovely hosts who I do not wish were dead. Daniel and Anthony, how are you guys doing? Daniel, we'll start uh, with you. That was uh, that was an intro, all right? But uh, well, I, 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 it's a nice thing I said, right? I don't wish you were dead. You know, I think that's how we should just greet everybody. They, hey, yes. I don't wish for you to die today. But I wish, so are you? I wish for people to die. Which, actually, don't tell us which people actually. <laughs> no, I, uh, maybe I shouldn't let's, ask. Let's leave that ambiguous. <laughs> Anthony pulls up just a giant list. Well, where do I start? Um, uh, okay, with A or it, at the bottom? It's a Jericho <laughs> list. I'll just uh, cross out <laughs> my list of people. <laughs> how are you guys doing today? Though? Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm dealing with allergies. And Ooh. yeah, it's like today was a warm day and it was pretty sunny. And man, my allergies flared up. No medicine yeah. can cure me today. Yeah, I can hear it in your in your nose. It's the sinuses are filled right now, yeah. right? It's like a smoky oh. blaze from a fire that has entered his nose. <laughs> That's awful. Wow, <laughs> that hurts. Uh, as always, guys, you can catch as always you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday across all your favorite podcast services. So make sure to follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our Discord as well, and all of that information is in our show notes at the bottom. We are still on the hunt to get 200 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Those who wish us five stars, <laughs> we love you. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for all of that. Of course, some announcements. We have some new episodes out as well. Marvel Studios celebrates the movies and why we love Uncharted 4 at Thieves' End. We'll also be having a new episode dropping tomorrow. So, uh, keep your ears to the ground. Is that what they say? Keep your ears to the ground? Keep your ears to the ground. But I guess tomorrow, because this review is going to be going live today, technically. So, Saturday. Oh, today's Saturday. You're right. Today I don't have a Saturday. calendar. Yeah. <laughs> so, you use the depending calendar? Depending on okay. when you listen to it, it will be available, you know, tomorrow. Maybe it was available yesterday. Uh, but let's just call it, like, I like to call it this clever little nickname, May 17th. Ah, that's yeah. that's clever. That's clever. That's Again, clever. That, like that could be a date on the calendar, but I don't know. Who knows? It's, uh, a, it's, we, <laughs> a, it's a nickname, you know? It's exactly that. Uh, just like this review, we have other reviews up as well, like A Woman in the Window, Wrath of Man, Without Remorse, Mortal Kombat. We recapped all of the Falcon of the Winter Soldier, Godzilla vs. Kong, and of course, we, there's a lot more on that feed, so go ahead and check it out. Coming soon with a giant asterisk, we have Spiral from the Book of Saw. Uh, as you know, we are based in uh, Canada, and this movie does not want to come out here to us in the in the Toronto area. So it is what it is, but hopefully we'll get a chance to see it. You know, Lionsgate, if you're listening, what's up? Do we have to play a game? Like, what do we need to do to watch this movie? Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder uh, non-DC film, will uh, we'll be giving a review after that this week as well. Some details about this film. Of course, this movie is called Those Who Wish Me Dead and is directed by Taylor Sheridan. If you are not aware of who Taylor Sheridan is, uh, Daniel, you and I were talking about it, but he has written and directed some of – our favorite movies in the last 10 years, I'd say. And I know, Anthony, that same goes for you. Uh, Sicario, Wind River, Hell or High Water. 
just Yellowstone, these are phenomenal you know, films. like Yellowstone. Exactly. If you watch that television show, it, these are the type of movies that like I, when people ask me like, oh, what's a really good like movie recommendation? And yes. literally like Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River are usually at the top of my list. And mm-hmm. no, he didn't. He only directed Wind River, but like he right. wrote all three of those films. And he's also the creator and writer on Yellowstone, uh, which mm-hmm. is also a great show. Um, yes. And yeah, it's uh, it's it, they're great films. So going into this one, you know, coming off of Without Remorse and Sicario, Day of the Soldado, two films that he wrote that, you know, we weren't too hot on. Um, I was really hoping that this was a return to form for Taylor Sheridan. So yeah, you'll have to wait gonna, and see if it is. <laughs> we're going to get to that for sure. Uh, this is also based on Those Who Wish Be Dead by Michael Cortia, and it is available theaters in Canada and digitally and in theaters for one month on HBO Max. So sorry, digitally for one month on HBO Max, but theaters in the United States and I guess wherever in the world theaters are open. Starring Angelina Jolie, Finn Little, Nicholas Holt, Aiden Gillen, Jake Weber, Medina Singhor, and one of my favorites, John Bernthal. So Daniel, hit us with what this movie is all about. Still reeling from the loss of three lives, Hannah is a smoke jumper who's perched in a watchtower above the Montana wilderness. She soon encounters Connor, a skittish boy who's bloodied, traumatized, and on the run in the remote forest. As as Hannah tries to bring him to safety, she's unaware of the real dangers to follow. Two relentless killers hunting Connor and a fiery blaze consuming everything in its path. Wow, that was, I mean, you didn't bring the same, you know, intensity that I brought to the last time I, I talked about the plot, but uh, I thought what that was, was pretty good. What was the plot that you did, Woman in the Window? Woman in the Window. I made it seem mysterious, and in fact, I was looking out of a window when I said it too, to really feel uh, like I was in the movie. I think you were, you know what I think it was? I think you were just trying to remember what to say. <laughs> <laughs> While you're looking at the window, so you were just kind of like pondering ah, deep thought. Yes, yes, quiet. I'm in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, hit us with that first reaction. Yeah, so i i was uh, I was looking forward to this movie. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, uh, Angelina Jolie, Nicholas Holt, Bernthal. You had a good cast. Um, takes place in Montana. Very all you know Sheridan esque things that you want in a Sheridan movie. But then I watched it and it just fell flat for me. It just, it just, it had some great action sequences, but the story and the characters and the actors playing the characters, I wondered like, why were they even chosen for these roles, especially Nicholas Holt. Um, he was there and I'm like, man, he didn't even have a lot to say in this movie. And Angelina Jolie, who's, who clearly has some story behind her character, but it really, they don't doesn't dive in to to learning more about her and i and i think that's where i kind of got disconnected with uh taylor's vision for his other movies because they're really character driven and they build this like atmosphere and the storyline of mysteriousness but they also have some sort of groundness that by the end of the movie you'll be like oh yeah that that i i'm satisfied with what i watch and i didn't get that feeling um with this movie it it was a really quick film. It's about an hour and 50 minutes. So it's really fast paced. But I felt like there was more to the story that I was looking forward to that was shown to me, but was never given to me. And I think there was a lot of parts of this movie that have plot holes and and things that I wanted to know more about. And they never they never hit on. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you, you brought up an interesting point there about Nicholas Holt. And, you know, I, in this film, I feel like that's a role that he's too big to play now. You know, yeah. he's too recognizable to be playing a role like this. And yeah, there, the film has this kind of aesthetic where you're almost kind of dropped in the middle of it, you know, no pun intended. And it feels like you're, you're missing a little bit of the beginning and maybe of what, maybe this is like the second film in a series because you sh- these characters are so established. There's so much going on. Uh, but before I get to mine, Daniel, what about yourself? Uh, you know, I, I think Anthony, hit, I just want to touch on the points Anthony brought up, especially, you know, with Nicholas Holt, uh, Shay, you just, you touched on it too. Um, I like in the movie, like, I was like, did you guys know that Nicholas Holt and Aiden Gillen's characters were brothers other than the fact that like they were like, oh, yeah, brother, what's up? Because like I thought those were just like no. guys talking. What? Wait, they're really? brothers. They're brothers. I'm looking at their names on IMDb and it's Patrick Blackwell and Jack Blackwell. And I'm like, oh, they're brothers, apparently. And it's like and it's it's things like and I think what if they're cousins? Okay, they're they're, they're related. <laughs> they're related, you know, or they, they're happenstance. They were just they just have the. What same if they're life. married? You know, how dare they could you? Be. They could be married. But here's the thing: there's there's uh, it's stuff like that in this movie that feels like it's 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 common knowledge. Right. Where maybe in the book that would have been explored more, which I'm assuming it was. Where on <laughs> in the movie. It's just like, oh, okay, here are these two random guys who are on a mission where I really dug how they were introduced to us. Where it's mm-hmm. like, hey, these guys are posing as uh, like fire firefighters. Inspectors? Yeah, fire yeah. inspectors to talking and then obviously stuff goes down. We won't spoil what happens. But um, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool introduction to these characters. Um, but, you know, they're just kind of like they're like like B-level villains. like they're And they're mm-hmm. established actors, obviously. Like Nicholas Holtz. Could, has led movies before same with Aiden Gillen and it's like you're putting these characters as literally hitman number one hitman number two yeah. um which is, is essentially what they are um so I think the b plot of the movie I, I guess of like uh them trying to like pursue uh, uh the kid and everything like that was the weakest part of this movie but I really was enjoying everything with John Bernthal I think John Bernthal and his wife played by um Medina Senghor were the strongest parts of this movie. I loved them and I think and I was tweeting yesterday that John every movie needs John Bernthal. And when you look at all the films of Taylor Sheridan, John Bernthal always comes in and steals steals the show, you know, in Sicario, <laughs> in Wind River. Um he's he's so damn good in it. And I I, I was I really did enjoy An- Angelina Jolie's character. It's been so long since we've seen her acting in a role um mm-hmm. other than Maleficent. And, um, you know, I, I was really digging that. And I wanted more of her backstory. I wanted more of her, um, just more sequences with her. Because I think her, everything with her and Finn Little or Connor, um, I really enjoyed. I really liked their relationship. I liked how they treated each other. Uh, she talked to him like he was an adult. And I, and, I, and I dug that relationship. But the whole aspect of like, okay, this kid has like secret information that his dad gave him. But you never really know what it is. Tyler Perry's also here. He's just like, yeah, guys, what's up? I'm in this movie too. I totally um, forgot about him. It's like it's like little things like that where I'm just like, well, like you could have literally just made this about a movie about a kid maybe escaping or running away from home or something like that, and Angelina Jolie has to uh, find him or something like that. Because there's almost like two movies going on here, and when they do eventually meet up, I think there's some great moments, especially uh, with John Bernthal. And with uh, Medina Senghor and these assassins, 
but it's almost like it doesn't mesh with the other movie that's being told, the other story that's being told. Um, because there's great aspects here. I just wish they blended together a bit more. Um, but I think Angelina Jolie was fun to watch. Um, she obviously looks phenomenal. She's a great actress. And it was just great uh, seeing her act again in a role. Um, I think Taylor Sheridan also, this is a return to form for him as well, too. Um, in the sense of like writing something that feels a bit more like him. Um, but yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you talk about your first, first reactions now, Shay. But, um, I think just the villains or that, 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 that kind of started the plots to kind of get this ball rolling with them was the weakest aspect because it doesn't have a payoff. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with both the points you guys said. Now, at the end of the day, I, uh, spoiler alert, I did enjoy this movie and I, yes. and I think one of the reasons why that was the case is I haven't seen a, a good movie, I feel like, in a while. I think the last good movie that I saw was The Mitchells versus The Machines back in April, uh, in the like, second week of April. <laughs> so and, long ago. <laughs> right? But you know what I mean? But also, you know, that's a, it's a different kind of good movie. Of course, where that's of very, course. you know, it's an animated film. It, it's right. feel it's good. It's a feel good. But, something that grips you, right? Yeah, but I, I'm looking Shea through my- hasn't been gripped yet. I have not been gripped, but like going through my letterbox right now, it, it would probably be nobody back in March, which I absolutely loved that I haven't seen a film that made me just kind of like excited. And and Taylor Sheridan, what he does really well is anything that he writes, it feels like there's a lot of care and thought put into the authenticity of what it is. So whenever, uh, you know, the brothers, I guess you could say, are are saying their lines or they're giving their commands to each of the, the victims in the movie, everything feels believable. It, it feels very um, just genuine. And I think I enjoy that factor of it. it. It feels less like a movie and more of real life. And Taylor Sheridan gets that he knows how to make a movie feel realistic and i love that about his movies because that's what creates the tension for me that's what makes me go oh okay this could happen in real life now i totally agree with all the points where you guys say that you know there's plot holes that you're kind of thrown into this film going sure a lot of it doesn't make sense but the atmosphere and the way that the film is presenting itself kept me on edge. There's a sequ- there's a shootout sequence between two characters and they both run out of bullets. And we've seen that time and time again. But for this movie to still kind of surprise me and, and kind of keep me on the edge of that scene, that was that was a testament to the film how, of how good it does that job. And Taylor Sheridan, again, knows how to create that tension. So those aspects I loved – I wish John Bernthal was in this movie more because, my God, he's such a scene stealer. He's so charming. And I love whatever he does. Just like you, Daniel, you were saying yeah. you want to see more of him. Uh, but Taylor, yeah, write, the, a, write a leading role for him, man. Just him do a, a movie about role, him. Man. Just do about a movie about him where every character from all the, from all his the Taylor Sheridan <laughs> universe is just like one character. <laughs> um, but and, uh, but yeah, the the what they're after and what the and who the kid is. All that stuff was really in the background, and I feel like it shouldn't have been. Um, but I, but I was really happy to see Angina Jolie come back because, again, I I haven't seen her properly in a movie since Salt, and that was 2010. Yeah, so, 2010. So that it's been quite a while, and you know what? This year we're getting a, a double dose of the Jolie, where we're getting this, and we got Eternals coming up as well. So I'm really, really happy to see her come back. Is there anything else that you guys want to add about this movie? Um, I think, yeah, I think you, you, we, we touch on all the points. I do think this movie is shot beautifully. There's some generally 
awesome shots in this film. And I think um, something you mentioned about Taylor Sheridan, and his authenticity when create with these characters and making them feel like real people. Um, I, I think what's really great, especially with this cast is that you never, other than the villains themselves, I'm like, Oh, it's Nicholas Holt and the dude from dark Knight rises. Um, <laughs> uh, you believe the characters that they play. And I think there's, cause there's such a gritty realness to them. Um, and obviously the backdrop of this movie is this giant fiery blaze that is coming towards them. And I, and I think that's an awesome like backdrop to a film. This film gave me very much vibes of like a nineties movie. Um, yes. And I mean that in a good way, like this feels like a movie that I would, we would have seen, you know, in blockbuster growing up posters of it, trailers for it or in the movie theaters during like, you know, 1998, 1999, you know what I mean? Like, Right. And I and I mean that in, in a good way, um, because there was almost like something that made me comfortable and nostalgic while watching it. Very similar to the feeling I got when we were watching The Little Things, even though The Little Things, I don't yeah. think um, wasn't really a loved film this year. I know Shay and I, Shay, uh, we enjoyed watching. We enjoyed our time with it. Um, they, there was like this 90s uh, like aesthetic feel, to feel to it and i'm curious to see i'm going to look up right now just because i'm curious uh when did the book come out because if the book came out in the 90s that could be why uh but the i'm gonna come out I'm in gonna... 1864 actually oh wow that's that's yeah. amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was about yeah, just it was about a plague actually there was just a plague eh? uh actually this book came out it looks like in 2014 so oh, interesting pretty uh, but yeah I, I I really enjoyed my time with it, so I'll let you uh, continue, Shay. Yeah, for sure. Anthony, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's fair. Of course, folks, you can follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And please, please go ahead and give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts because we're looking to get 200 before September. I also wanted to add... Uh, don't forget to follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, that's something Ooh. new that we have our Letterboxd official account for the movie podcast. So if you love movies, you're hopefully using Letterboxd. Make sure you follow the movie podcast on Letterboxd. Podcast. Podcast uh, on Letterboxd <laughs> because that's where we're going to have all our reviews and links and everything and more. It's going to be a hub for everything we talk about as well. That's true. We also have our individual Letterboxd uh, profiles in there as well. So if you love movies, Letterbox is the way to go. Letterbox, if you're listening, love us as well. You know, shout us out because we love you. <laughs> For, let's get to our final recommendations. We'll start off with Anthony. Anthony, what would you like to tell our audience about this movie? I would recommend to add it to the queue. It's not a must watch that you need to see right away. But um, if you are a fan of uh, Taylor, it's a good watch to, to see down the road. I know right now it's $24.99 to rent on iTunes. So if you have the money, go ahead and spend it. But if not, just wait for it to maybe appear on one of those streaming services that you already paid for. Damon, what about yourself? Uh, you know, I, I really dug this movie. I, I relate to my time with it. Um, if you're looking for something to watch this weekend and you're in the United States and you have HBO Max, watch it. I put it on. Um, I think you're going to have a great time with it. It's a great uh, felt nostalgic while watching it. And I think you're going to, it's a perfect weekend movie. Um, if you're here in Canada and the theater is open where you are, I would definitely recommend to watch it. Uh, if you're going to rent it at home, watch it with the family. Great watch. I think you're, I think you're going to want, uh, enjoy it. Um, so I'm going to say, watch it. 
Yeah, uh, Dane, I'm, I'm same boat as you. Uh, I'd say watch it as well, especially if you're in the states and you got HBO Max. Uh, what is it, a 30 day window that you have to watch yeah, it? Yeah, you already you paid for it. Platform, you already paid for it. That's you the next shirt that we're it. making. That's the next shirt. <laughs> you, you already paid for it. Dash Anthony. Anthony, we it. need you to make the gift. We, you already paid for it. Yeah, oh, that's know, the next <laughs> gift you're making. Yeah, you already paid for it. Thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of Those Who Wish Me Dead. Don't forget to catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and now Letterboxd. So check out our show notes for all those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.